everybody if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcast and many more you can make money on your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Military Health Men's Edition. Um, so today, obviously, you guys know who I am. Um, I am Joshua Maria. I have my solid number two, Dallas Hernandez. Good afternoon, y'all. Um, we have Patrick sitting on the background. Patrick, say give everybody a nice little hi. Hey, how's everybody doing today? All right. Um, and we have a very special guest with us today. Um, I say he's very special because he looks that way. Um, <laughs> but uh, we have a uh, specialist Beeman. We still got, love you. <laughs> still love. We, we got specialist Beeman here. Um, specialist Beeman. Hello, everyone. Appreciate you having me on, guys. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. So love, love having you here. Specialist Beeman, he's, uh, he's listened to our podcast. He thinks that um, what we're doing is a good thing. And he wanted to come on and talk about something. Uh, so today we're actually going to be talking about uh, communication. Uh, so Beeman, I know that in the military you you're still you're still young in the military. You're you're getting up in there. Um, but if I had to sit here and ask you, so what type of communication do you think that you're getting at your level and your rank? I mean, it's limited because uh, you know today's. I mean, we are going more to a text messaging phase rather than the traditional way of phone calls or that one-on-one interaction, which are soldiers to inform them to let them know what's going on. No, I, I, I think I'm, I'm that's 100 down. With, I, I agree with that. Um, when I when I look at it right now, I think it's gotten a little lackadaisical. Like it's really calm. It's really. Just send a text message and that's it. Just lay back because people are so so worried about what they got going on that you know sometimes it doesn't get pushed out. You know what I mean? No, yeah. And, and if they do push it out, it's just like a quick boom, 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 whatever. Yeah. Or they might be in a meeting or whatever. You yeah, know what and, I mean? that, and that's the thing. Like I know that a lot of people we have things going on. I know there's uh, when we don't have our phones and stuff like that. Um, you can be in the shower, right? You can be in the shower. You don't hear your phone. You don't see the text message. You don't hear it ring. Your phone's on silent. You can be asleep. You know, you don't know. It, it happens. And and I feel like we've gotten so complacent with the easy, quick directive of text messaging somebody and sending that message. But instead of us, you know, fixing that problem, we're just making it a little bit easier because now we have Facebook groups and especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Now it's more text messages, less one-on-one. Like Zoom meetings. Zoom and, meetings and stuff. And, yeah. and, you know, that's where I feel like the communication's lacking. Um, so I, I, I got, no, yeah. So yeah, I got to ask you, um, so do you feel like you're in the loop or informed on your day-to-day task with the type of communication that we have these days? Well, I wouldn't necessarily say, uh, in the loop because, you know, being E4 and below, you will never really be in the loop until you become a higher up. That's a solid point though. uh, But do you feel like that's an issue? Like, do you think that? it's okay to not keep soldiers in the loop? I mean, you know, you don't want to put more responsibility on somebody, especially if you don't feel like they're actually ready and prepared for it. And sometimes when you put that type of pressure on people, they don't know how to handle that, you know? 
So, I, and, 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 you know, that's, a, that's very understandable. That's a great point. Um, when, when I was a young soldier, right, something that we, we used to ask was why. You know, and, you know, every soldier asks is why. But we had this real good NCO. What he used to, he used to tell me was, there's no reason for me not to tell you what's going on. There's no reason for me not to actually express why you're doing something. Because it gives you more of a purpose. If you know why you're doing something, then you're going to sit there and do it better or do it more efficiently. Well, yeah, knowing is half the battle, you know. And, and yeah. the other half is brutal violence. But we're not going to get into that. But <laughs> G.I. Joe never shot anybody, okay? <laughs> they always missed. But anyway, uh, but yeah, you know, like knowing is half the battle, and I think it's very important for, like you said, you know, for if you're a leader of soldiers or a leader of anybody, yeah, they should understand the mission why we're doing it. And I agree with your point that, um, you know, there are some things soldiers don't need to know, but I mean, that question of why usually pops up, and with communication, I know even if it's the simplest task, asking why is either, you know, bad or good. You know, like, okay, so say for instance, if we had a a big task coming up, right? Okay. And you mean like big task, like a field problem or like uh, a range? Let's say we was going, you know, on deployment or something. Okay. Right. But it hasn't been set in stone. But you already passed down that information to your E4 and below. So what's going to happen is, even though you don't know for sure if y'all are deploying or not. PNN. PNN network, you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> it, oh, yes. for those of you that don't know PNN, in the military is private news network it's when privates just talk about everything right and once that gets dispersed out then you got all these rumors going on and people who didn't even know that you were potentially going to deploy is going to start asking questions like dang why didn't i find out this and not even all ncos know that what's going on half the time right. like honestly I, I'm, and that and that's and, and that's, really just the messenger to be honest and, the, the ncos because i mean you know orders come down from the office chain of command yeah. you know but sometimes it's not their fault but sometimes it is so communication, obviously, you know, in the military, it's always been a little bit iffy and we can't bash it for that. We can't, but, no. But we, we have, we can at least inform leaders, hey, this is how the, the lower enlisted are feeling. You know, they, they can sit here and obviously we know that soldiers are feeling a certain type of way when they don't know what's going on or they're confused about what's going on. Even with a simple task, sometimes you got to re-explain it. But, you know, that communication is real, is key. And when... And you see how how the communication can be taken, right. that that telephone effect. Mm-hmm. And I tell you something, and it either goes down all the way the right way, or it comes out bad. Right, or it just doesn't get sent down at all. Or, or that, yeah, which happens. Oh, it definitely it does, does happen. happen. It's just when people start getting caught up in their own, you know, their own day, leaders and all and all that good stuff. Like, it's just it gets bad. So, on to the next one. What, in your opinion, do you think leadership you're under can do differently to have better communication? Well, it all depends. Like, if you're, see, it's it all comes down to who you're directly under. Okay. Because, you know, a commander, they are responsible for soldiers, yeah. but they don't have soldiers. Exactly. You know? yes. So, it all depends on who you're under, you know, and if their communication is effective or if it's least effective because okay. if you're being a least effective NCO or any type of leader in the military then you're not going to get that kind of response that you need out of your soldiers like for instance if your soldier has a situation and they need to be you know checked on and stuff like that or if they had a little problem and they didn't inform you the first thing they want to do is run to paperwork you know and 
like the lack of and and you know what that i think that kind of pulled into our um, our trust talk mm-hmm. because instead of like you know where that lack of communication was coming in right and then automatically getting paperwork because of the lack of communication then boom the trust is already broken right so when you break the trust communication does communication even matter well communication trust is gone yeah it doesn't because communication is, is probably the root of it because once you lose that communication you don't only lose info but you lose respect you lose trust and you know like that like we said earlier in the earlier podcast trust is the first domino man yeah and you it, know? it starts it starts with just everything goes out yeah. we gotta be right after that yes of course yes and when i'm sitting there and i'm thinking about um when i think about trust and think about communication you gotta you gotta they go hand in hand right mm-hmm. uh, and and when when a leader is sitting here and they're not making they're not making the effort to change those things right? right they're not making the effort to fix the communication after you brought it up to them so if we're sitting here and we're confused about if we're sitting here we, we can we can't trust this leader because we had a mess up in communication mm-hmm. right and now now that i lost this trust in this leader what am i going to be doing what what can this leader do to fix that where how do you build that trust back and that's what we talked about last yeah. last episode yeah. So if I'm losing this trust, and if I if I'm losing this communication, am I an effective soldier? If I if I'm missing those things, am I effective? Definitely not. Well, being an effective soldier is when you keep your leadership in tune of everything that you have going on. Yes. But if a soldier has a problem, like I said before, and they don't inform their leadership of what's going on then it shouldn't be, well, let's go to a council. It should be more as, let's communicate one-on-one. What happened, like, what's going on, talk to me. Because, like, like where did the, this, this disruption where, come yeah, into play out? And that's your call for a one-on-one with your soldier to sit down and say, hey, what's going on at home? Or, like, try to figure out what's going on in your soldier's personal life. So you feel like we're not, so I like this, right? So you feel like we're not communic- We're not talking to soldiers no more. You feel like it's all paperwork or well, bust? Well, it's, it's like, it's not like they're, okay, so when you come to work every day, everybody sees you as a soldier because of the uniform that you put on. Exactly. But also at the same time, we begin to feel like they also forget that I'm a human being. I make mistakes too. Like yeah. everybody makes mistakes. Of course, everybody they does. Expect, they got high expectations for you, but I mean. So that you feel like there's no room for error? Like you're not allowed to fail on certain things? I'm not saying that you're not allowed to fail. But it's like, if you fail, then it's pretty much like you're getting shunned or you got some kind of repercussions coming uh, behind okay, it. Okay, so so you feel like... It's more of a punishment than it is a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So you're just being punished instead of actually getting the... So there's no repair. You, there's no fixing. No. It's just straight to the paperwork, all, straight to... all or nothing, right? Yes. The and in today's military, I think that's what the problem is. Most people don't want to stay in. They want to get out. It's because, you know paperwork pushes people out like nobody wants to come into their job and always get written up or not not even yet no one mm-hmm. no one gets talked to yeah. you don't want to you don't want to sit here and worry oh man if i say this or if i tell them i got a, an appointment with with an issue and that's something that we brought up again with behavioral health because mm-hmm. right. when we talk about behavioral health a lot of soldiers if they go to behavioral health a lot of them feel i i can tell you eight out of ten the soldiers straight up feel that if they go to behavioral health now they're looked at as a as a a liability yeah, right. that passive aggression you know what i'm saying so i feel like you know good leadership attracts soldiers like a magnet 
Oh, you know what you just said? That, what was that saying? What he just said? Good leadership attracts soldiers like a man. Man, you know what happens? We have toxic leaders <laughs> who breed toxic soldiers <laughs> to become toxic leaders. That's true. It's so true. Yep. And that's just what it is. And, it is and, what it is. And I feel like we've been doing that for so long right now, right? We have been. The leaders that we currently have, there are some leaders that are fucking phenomenal. There are some leaders that are okay. But there's but there's a good majority of these leaders who are just toxic, that don't know what it is to actually lead soldiers. What it is to... Because I'm pretty sure when they were coming up, they got just straight up counseling all the time. Yeah. There was no there was no communication. There was no fixing shit. There was smoke, counseling, boom. But so nowadays, we have to actually talk to these soldiers. We have to communicate. We have right. to sit here and maintain a relationship with these soldiers while never breaking, obviously going past the relationship, but knowing your soldiers. Right. Back back when I was a brand new soldier, yes, we had issues like that. But one of the main things is that my NCOs knew everything about their soldiers. They knew family, where they came from, how they're doing, what situations are going on at home. Because they took that's their job. They took the time to learn that. Right. On a counseling, with how I do counselings, I sit there with the soldier one-on-one, -on -one, and we have a conversation to put it on paper. Not, I put it on paper. Now we're going to talk now about it. Now we're going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. But, like you said, communication between the, especially the enlisted side, uh, you know, because they say, you know, the NCO is the backbone of the military. And honestly, it really is. I mean, if you can't trust your NCO and like not only in communication, I mean, if, say you go down range, you have poor communication with your NCO, right? Would you, would you trust? No. You, especially, especially me and you. You know what I'm saying? Cause we're lower enlisted. Would you trust your NCO if you went downrange no. without communication and garrison? No, because I wouldn't know what I would get myself into. I, I, I exactly. Well, I've had some. I've had some positions where I was like, I cannot trust this person. Um, and you know, obviously they've surprised me. Some of them has surprised me, and I'm like, oh wow, okay, I can trust this person. They're just a dick. <laughs> fair enough, right? That's fair. But when you see, when you see like little things, just little things, like how we talked about that first domino. And that mm -hmm. trust is gone and that communication is lacking can i really trust this person to have my back oh wow he he didn't even talk to me he just gave me a counseling and left it at that right. can yeah. i really trust him with my problems yeah. right yeah. Oh, and that's the line right that's where we're at so uh, can i trust him with my problems and then when i have my problems and i'm suffering from it can i trust the system to help me seeing my nco the way that it is right. you know what i mean and we're and, and it it's literally just, all starts with communication. It goes down the line. It's all there. Like, you know, another thing is, it's like a, a lot of leaders have become selfish and complacent because they're complacent where they are because they're in charge. Yeah. But another thing they don't realize is in order to progress is about how you treat your soldiers because other people are going to notice that. Yeah. If you got a squad, a platoon or something, they always go around, oh, I love my NCO. They always check on me. They do the right things. And people are going to start to notice like, okay, he's doing right. He's a great leader. Let me try to put him here and see how he can handle this position, you know? So yeah. you're saying it's like career progression. Yeah, but you got to work together, yeah. you know, in order to get to where you're trying to go, you shouldn't leave other people behind you thinking bring, about self. Bring them up with you. Bring them with you. Absolutely.
Absolutely. Like, I mean, what's going to the top if you can't set, you know, reach down and help the people that helped you get to your position? No, yeah. Up with you. And you know what I mean? No, you're 100% right. And, <clears throat> and when we're looking at that um, with these leaders and, and not and being the self being selfish, I feel like um, leaders these days are more worried about their career and their career, like moving up, that they forget about the soldiers. They try to make it look, they check the block. Mm-hmm. I've seen this a lot, right? A lot of NCOs, they get their counselings off of the internet, they print them off, and then they just edit a couple things. A lot of NCOs don't sit there and communicate with the soldiers. They don't, they don't sit there and write it with their soldiers. So if you guys do not know, a counselling statement, right, is actually supposed to be written with your soldier. That admin form where you sign is only to understand the admin information up top. Mm-hmm. That's it. But if you read the actual document itself, it says that... The counseling form is to be done with soldiers. That's what you do. You don't just give a counseling and send it up. Because there's no reason why I should be getting a negative counseling if I'm not sitting there talking with you on my negative counseling. Because there's a portion on that on that paper that says, do you have any issues? And what's the le- the leader's the leader's uh, job? What about the leader's notes or something no, like it's, that? No, um, it's the leader's um, objective or something i can't remember i don't have the form or plan something. of action plan of action no well the plan of action you know is done but then there's the leader's responsibilities mm. so what the leader is going to be doing right i don't write that myself i write my i let my soldiers write it because my soldiers are going to tell me what i'm responsible for to make sure the plan of action is going i don't just write i will check in because that's what that's dumb no if i sit there and i'm telling you know you tell me what i need to do and i make sure that i'm doing those things and you still fail to complete that plan of action then it's on you can't blame me so being a big boy and a big girl right your job is to follow those directives follow that that things but if i'm not communicating with you if i'm not giving you the knowledge that you need to know if i'm not talking to you about it and if you don't trust me that's it there's no leadership here well i mean personally i feel like counseling statements in itself are how can i say this depressing or you know it mm. kills your morale Explain. Wait, because, me, can I ask you a question? Have you only received negative counseling statements? Other than your, other than your monthly, uh, monthly month. and your, have you ever received a counseling statement for something good that you've done? No, <laughs> no. I mean, because you know the point of a counseling form isn't for negative. There's no such thing as a negative counseling. The point of a counseling form is to inform your soldiers of what they're doing well at or what they need work on. Right. We've utilize counseling statements leaders utilize counseling statements for one reason and one reason alone and that's to give a negative counseling now i know for a fact that's the wrong answer i write i write counseling for my soldiers who did good hey great job today you did this 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 i need you to work on this and this is not just a monthly thing even though yes a monthly counseling but this is a counselor so they know where they're at and i, I appreciate them because if i'm just getting a the only time i see you is to get a negative counseling Yep. Where's the where? How do how am I supposed to feel? Hey, you're gonna get a counseling today. Fuck. What did I do? What did I do today? Mm-hmm. All right. And it's like verbal counselings could be more effective than paper. Yes. Because a soldier physically seeing it on paper, it's gonna make like, man, if this is what I gotta go through all the time, then I don't even wanna do this no more. Like, I just wanna go home. But verbal, face to face, eye to eye. It makes such like okay, damn, I need to get my shit together, you know, like. And it seems it's more of like a 
Someone's like, too. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, hey, bro, personal. like, you know, come on, let me talk to you. And it's like, hey, dude, like, I've noticed this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to counsel you, but I'm also going to talk to you, too. So it also feels like that's that, hey, like, I'm coming to you face to face, man to man, or woman to woman, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being like, hey, like, this is what I see that's going on with you. Tell me what's up and tell me how I can help you. So something that I, I think rank is, um, I tell all my soldiers this, rank is just a communication tool. I think I told you this. Yeah. It Rank, 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 I, I understand I'm a higher ranking, but it means genuinely nothing because it's only a communication tool. I, that's what I believe. My rank, yes, I'm in charge of you. I'm in, you know, all, all this stuff, but I'm still a person. Right. This is a communication tool for me to speak with you and for you to speak to me with respect. Right. That's it. And the person earns respect, not the rank. Let's not get that confused because a lot of people do that. And it's like a lot of E5s and clubs don't actually respect the rank of E4 and below because they see it as given rather than earned. And that's true. So. And and even, even if it, you do, it is given to you and not earned, whatever. Even if it's not, you're still a person. That's you're right. still a person in the military. If you got your E5, you would be going through the same thing. But what I'm saying is like, when, you, when you're talking to a soldier, using your rank to enforce what you say mm-hmm. is the wrong answer. It is. That's right. Just that like is not that, communication. It's like what you were talking about the other day where it's like, check down, not up. Like That's like, not a thing. No, That's, it's yeah, definitely not it's a thing. Never definitely a thing. not a thing. It'll never be a thing. And if it is a thing, then... Our Army then, regulation states that you can basically call out anybody who's doing wrong. Exactly. It could be from... It could be a four-star, five-star general. And you can say, hey, sir, your uniform's jacked up. And he has to go fix that. But that's true. But at the same time, you're not going to find E4 and below that's going to check E5 and above because the repercussion that's going to come behind it. And here's the thing, right? And people that, and the repercussion, that thing that that's you fear, true. That's true. it's not allowed. If they do, that's all out the window. That that's a, that is that is considered, for me, that's a career ender because now your soldiers have no trust in you. They don't respect you whatsoever because now that I try to call you out on being jacked up and obviously... The way you do it, tap. Yeah. The way you do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to an E6 and seven and be like, "Hey, you're fucked." I'm gonna go to him like, "Hey, sir, what I need, um, you, you know, your, your uniforms." With all due up. respect. With all due, due respect, yeah. your uniforms jacked up. Right. <laughs> giving a bad view for soldiers. That's right. But if I go in there and I'm like, "Hey, jackass, fix your uniform." Unfuck yourself. Yeah. You know, it's it's wrong. Like going like. You can even call the NCO one on one. Sorry, can do you mind if I speak to you? Just, I just Ex- got something that I want to say. Pull them aside. Talk to them. Talk to them on the side. Don't ever. Don't do it in front of people because yeah. then you're wrong. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. You're wrong. Right. There's no. There's nothing about that. At you're that wrong. point, you're just you're, you're, you're in being, the same boat. You're them. Yeah, you're, you're them, them at a lower rank. You're them at a lower rank, and, yeah. and that's what you're doing. But if you pull them aside and let them know, hey, this is jacked up. Can you fix it? You know, I know. I understand. You know, blah blah blah. But that communication is key, even from the lower levels. And when the lower level understands that you have communication too, you can speak. Mm. You're allowed to say something. That's right. Yeah. As long as you do it tactfully. Tactfully. And every soldier, civilian, or anybody else can agree, the way you say something matters more than what you say. That's right. Right? So Good how tone. I say it, I can tell you that you're going to die in a week. But if I tell you, get your affairs in order, you're going to be passing soon. It changes, the, it changes my feelings about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It changes how I'm per- you know, how you perceive me giving you that. Um, I feel like where are we at? I have no idea. 
Um, I guess, um, but we actually have one last question I would like to ask you. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, do you think the information that you receive is quality is pushed out in a timely manner? Uh, I think the information gets pushed out in a timely manner, but, you know, going back to the beginning of the show, it's least effective coming through a text message versus you seeing me all day. And you wait until after 1700 to text me to let me know what's going on when you could have told me that before I left for today. Yeah. Or when I was talking to you face to face. And then, like, you get upset because you don't get a response when you wanted to, but at the same time, I'm on my personal time. And, and so that's something I want to talk about real fast. I'm going to touch on it. Um, a lot of people say personal time in the military. Oh, you're in the military 24 hours. There's still personal time. There's family time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why we have uh, our, our now every Friday we get off a little bit early time. Yeah, still time. We, we get our little bit early time. So we, we go off like that. Um, so, you know, they, they want they, you have those leaderships that say, hey, no matter what, you're going to respond back to me to say, and we, we, we got to respond. Right. But. Your personal time is still your time. And uh, what I want to do is, uh, well, guys, I think we had a, a solid talk today. I, I definitely want to have more discussions like oh, yeah. this. Um, we've I, reached our time limit. Yeah, Sorry, we've, y'all. we've reached our time limit. You won't hear our beautiful voices anymore. Yeah. Um, Beeman, I really thank you for coming on to the show. Oh, yeah. I hope that you become a more adamant listener. Of course, um, yes. And please share the podcast. We'd um, love to see you back here again, too. 100%. Now you send the invite. I'm here, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dallas. It's easy. Um, obviously, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> obviously, you know. It's always a pleasure. Um, um, as you guys know, I'm Josh Maria. Um, and guys, I want you to remember that this is not a moment. It's a movement. We're here to make change. We're here to create communication between soldiers. And let's stop spreading just awareness. Let's spread the communication. Um, with that being said, just remember, guys, that uh, toxic leaders breed toxic lead, uh, soldiers who become toxic leaders. Um, with that, I'm signing off. Yeah. This is Dallas. I'm off, too. I'll see you guys in the next episode. And remember, you're not alone in your fight. Hey, special being signing out. All right, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>